welcome back to MHTA the podcast. I'm your host Angela Ewa and I'm back at it again with another episode on Young Carers Action Day. So Young Carers Action Day is on Tuesday the 16th of March and um, it is a day that is initiated by the Carers Trust where we talk about different topics surrounding young carers, young adult carers and their concerns and interests. And this year the theme is about protecting young carers' futures. Obviously, if you know me, you know this is super important to me. I'm all about helping young people fulfill their fullest potential, no matter what. And what we do at MHTA as well is also help young people cultivate the creative coping mechanisms that they need to help them when they're going through challenging times. And obviously that is one of the ways of protecting their futures is ensuring that young carers and young adult carers have the skills and the mechanisms that they need when they're going through the hardest of times when they're caring for their loved ones. So if I'm referring back to my personal experience, you would know that I've been caring for over 10 years and something that I've been super passionate about and that I've prioritized on my journey is my career. I've always been someone that's been super ambitious and have always wanted the best for me and for the young people around me. But what I realized is that institutions such as the government, schools, youth centers, I could go on and on and on, don't have the right infrastructures in place to ensure that young carers are able to dream and dream big and not lose hope in their situations. Obviously, being a young carer, being a young adult carer means you are always prioritizing the person that you're looking after, which means you're neglecting yourself. And this is a major lesson I learned this year and last year that I was neglecting my mental health and just always thinking about my environment and who I'm caring for. And it's a dangerous place to be in. And for me, the main thing that I had to do was to go and get therapy because I thought that if I am running a social enterprise that is supporting mental health and is supporting young carers and their mental health, then surely I should be looking after my mental health as well and not allow caring um, to be at the detriment of my physical health and mental health. So when we're thinking about young carers' futures, For me, I'm like, I would love for young carers to be able to dream big, but also have access to facilities and resources that enable them to dream big and to do big, basically. For me, basically, I had to create my future and I've been able to go into further education. I've been able to do my master's now, I've been able to win awards. I've been able to speak on platforms that I never would have expected. And obviously for me, that was due to me like, just stepping out of my comfort zone and realizing that I can't be in the place where I've always been before. And obviously with that, I've still been caring, but I've been able to manage my own future and have people that support me along the way. So some of the suggestions I'm gonna give today is basically what I think that we in society can do to protect the futures of the young carers because they are our next politicians, our next artists, our next teachers, our next doctors, our next nurses, you name it. They can be all of those things and so much more. But it starts in the institutions, it starts in the youth organisations, it starts with us. What can we do as supporters and well-wishers of these young carers to ensure that they have a better future? So it starts with different levels. So I'm going to speak on the government, then I'm going to go to local council, then I'm going to think about youth organisations and then us as individuals. 
So, in terms of the government, I think there needs to be policy, policies in place that ensure that young carers and young adult carers are, a, are seen as a priority group. So, for example, you have refugee groups, you have asylum seekers, you have um, young people who are um, in care, you have young people that have been adopted, fosters. So I think young carers should be seen as a separate group. The reason why is because they have unique um, needs and wants. And so if that is put in place, then you can build the right support systems that enable the young carers to get the right support they need, whether it is seeing a therapist, seeing a counsellor, getting anger management, um, you know, speaking to someone that can support them. In addition to that, I think that there needs to be more funding put into the organisations that support young carers from a governmental level. So there needs to be a strategy put in place where if there's young carers in schools, this is what they need to do. If there's young carers in universities, this is what the universities need to do. Giving funding to people in power that are able to support the young carers at the front line. Which takes me to my next point, which is local councils. As you know, there's a delegation of power from government to local councils. And it's a shame that at times there is cuts to budgets, there's cuts to youth organisations because it means that young carers and young adult carers are often hidden and we can't see what their circumstances are because sometimes they're either really good at hiding it or there's just no support there. So what local councils can do is think about the the exciting things that young carers and young adult carers would have, would love to do but they aren't able to do. So for example, going to leisure centres, swimming, ice skating, roller skating, going to a museum, reading books and set up schemes around those things so it makes it free and accessible to young carers. In addition to that, um free dental care we can think about um free bus fare like these are the things that young carers need that they aren't always able to have or they have to pay for and it's just not fair for a young person between the age of five even up to 25 as a young adult carer to be able to for them to struggle and have to like really research for these things where they should be easy for them, like they should be easily ex- like accessible to these young carers. So at local level, this is what I think should happen. Then we're thinking about youth organisations. And obviously I can speak based on what we do here at MHTA. And one of the amazing things I've been able to do is create a programme for young carers where they get cognitive behavioural therapy, nutritional education, life coaching sessions and creative art workshops. So we're working from a holistic approach, ensuring that young carers are being fed in different types of ways so they're able to cope in challenging times and this is what organizations can do if it's the creative art workshops if it's the therapeutic sessions if it's the nature walks make these things free and accessible for young people and also be flexible and adaptable around their circumstances so if they can't do it at a specific time maybe there's different options that they can do sometimes it's not one size fits all so flexibility is highly necessary Another thing is speaking to these young carers. For me, one thing I've been able to do is be almost like a big sister role and figure for these young carers that I've worked I've worked with. And so that is that is key when like trying to build trust with these young carers, have conversations with them. 
speak to them about what they love, what they don't love, and sometimes build projects around that. Because sometimes the traditional like art approaches like dance, um, painting and stuff, it's not it's not what all young carers want to do so listen to their needs and wants and adapt obviously in terms of your vision of your organization just make sure that there's something there for the young carers that they're actually interested in doing and it's not the same old same old and then we're talking about individuals and that's people like me and you what can we do to help protect young carers and their futures well if you have a young carer around you and you know of a young carer um near you have a conversation with them obviously within safeguarding making sure there's safeguarding practices in place or if it's just a neighbor speak to them speak about what they want what they need how can we help you there are lots of funding opportunities there are lots of things that young people can have access to but don't they don't have it currently so something that i saw a few months ago or maybe even a year ago now was a scholarship for carers to go into universities and i thought that was phenomenal i felt like if i had seen that i would have definitely gone back and done my masters obviously i'm doing my masters now but it's from a different perspective things um incentives and initiatives like that help young people to have hope help these young carers to have hope because it makes them feel like if they've ever had to drop out of university drop out of school leave their work there is something for them it incentives and scholarships like that and funding and grants like that help young people that are carers understand that there is so much more that is accessible to them and it's flexible around their day-to-day living their responsibilities and stuff like that we also have to understand that for young carers and young adult carers their needs vary so there's lots to think about about how we can build and strategize to ensure that their futures are protected and if their counterparts are able to achieve so can they so if you're a young carer and a young adult carer and you're listening to this remember that you can achieve I've come from a similar position as you as a carer and I have achieved and I am still achieving. I've been able to do things because I felt like I needed to put myself first. Put yourself um, first in some type of way if it is creating something new, if it's journaling, if it's um, dancing in your room, if it's finding a new hobby, if it's finding a program that helps with that you having mentors around you and people you can aspire to be like, those things will help you go a long way. Thanks for tuning in to this special edition of Young Carers Action Day. Please do check us out on our socials at mhta underscore ldn and our website is www.mhta-ldn.org. Speak to you soon.